Shall we read a poem from a light in the attic? Hello all and welcome to Shall We Read a Poem and I'm Russ and we are in a big old hurry because Russ is recording during the middle of an air show. An air show? You said there were fighter jets. We've been getting some interesting planes going above Portland and they are definitely not for anybody's pleasure. <laughs> also, that's Lauren. Oh yeah, I'm Lauren. And I'm not even talking about the police creeper plane. We've been getting these military planes cruising above at high altitudes and I'm like, well, those started appearing when Russia invaded Ukraine. These are definitely military planes. Uh, they don't seem to be as part of anything nefarious other than just burning fuel so that yokels can point at the sky. God, how I hate air shows. But no, That's this gotta is... That's got to be great for climate change. And this is happening in British Columbia. What yeah. the hell are you doing? Let's just burn fuel. Throw it in the ocean while you're at it. God damn. Anywho... So we have a bunch of fighter jets that all they did was fly in formations, and then there's a pause, and then the Red Bull Air Show kicks off, but just in time to end for the fireworks. Red Bull Air Show? Yes, that's right, because Red Bull gives you wings. I know about the Red Bull, like, weird flying show where they get, like, homemade flying contraptions that go straight into the ocean. That's Flugtag. That's a different thing. Okay. Okay, well, that sounds rad, and planes not so rad. I'm such a terrible, I don't know, I was a terrible child, and I'm probably a terrible, you know, tourist, because fireworks and air shows do nothing for me. That is so weird. Let's point at the lights in the sky, and by God, we can make objects move. I used to like fireworks. (laughs) Now, I think drone shows are way cooler now. I've never seen one. I've seen. Them. I've only seen them online. Oh, so you've never seen one either, then? I have with these two looking eyes and the majesty of YouTube. All right. Well, I've seen a lot of fireworks on YouTube, and it uh, does less than nothing for me. Well, I've seen lots of fireworks in person, and I hate them. And unless something hilarious happens, as in See? like something goes wrong with the fuse and <laughs> they set off the whole fireworks show at once, I think that's really funny. But. I think I I think I would prefer fireworks if they didn't make such terrible loud noises. Can I make them a little quieter, please? I know they're explosions, but I would like them to be quieter. And the explosions are happening one block away from me, and you should see how many dogs are going to get PTSD tonight. Oh, yeah, that is one of the worst things about about fireworks is how stressful they are to animals. The foster kittens are running amok, so it's possible that they will come and bother me at some point or like make loud noises or something or get into a fight with Minerva. That's not a bug. That's a feature. Okay, good. And so be forewarned, if we get any airplanes going by, I may or may not edit it out just for mega lols. What you drinking? (laughs) Oh, this is tonic water. Oh, okay. There There is no booze to be found here. I'm drinking kombucha with a splash of rose. How many scobies are turning over in their graves right now? I mean, have you heard of hard kombucha? You know, I have, now that you mention it, and point taken. They're both fermented beverages. They taste fine together. Well, what are we talking about? I'm reading Herc. Herc! I'd rather play tennis than go to the dentist. I'd rather play soccer 
than go to the doctor. I'd rather play Herc than go to work. Herc? Herc? What's Herc? I don't know, but it must be better than work. No image. I don't think this kid knows how to play, like, the speaker kid. I'm not sure they know how to play Would You Rather. You know, that's funny you say the speaker kid. I pictured it as, like, an adult. Yeah. But they're talking about all these games, and it's a book for children, so I assume the speaker's a child. But what kind of work does a child have to do, anyway? Was that just, he he used Herc instead of, because, like, school would be too difficult? That's a good point. You don't have terrible child labor anymore, so this kid isn't going to work. (laughs) Back in Shell's day, when they could still work the mines, we used to make steel. Well, I chose this poem because COVID kicked some asses, and definitely when I was sick i mean i'm still recovering but when i was sick i i thought about this poem because when i'm really sick i would rather be working than that miserably sick i just it's like it's so uncomfortable i'd rather be working all the time rather than being sick now is this working while sick or in place of being sick oh in place of being sick for so for sure i could not imagine trying to work when i was that sick I wonder if you're one of those people that, you know, can somehow push it down, but then they, you know, get into a nice NyQuil crash on the way home. (laughs) No. No, and the thing about COVID is it messes with your head. You actually get brain inflammation and and brain damage from COVID. Ah, good old brain inflammation. (laughs) I know. I was reading an article about how people report cognitive declines from covid and whether or not people actually have cognitive declines from covid studies are mixed but apparently when you do a brain scan you can see the damage i'm wondering if i'll notice because after turning 40 i realized that wow i'm not 20 anymore if i get some sort of covid related cognitive defect will i even notice or it's like well i guess i'm just stupid now (laughs) well uh Generally, they said you can't actually tell on that sort of on tests to see if people have cognitive decline. They're not really seeing it, but people are reporting that they don't feel right, and then they're yeah. seeing brain brain damage. So some people are having tro- longer trouble recovering the COVID than others, and for some, it seems to never go away. I'm still hoping things will go away, but you know, it might not. Um, I don't <laughs> feel a t- ton cognitively impaired, but I. I do have more trouble focusing than I did before, which is to say I wasn't great at it to start with. Um, but I've been trying to convince a friend who's recently recovered from COVID to take medical leave from their job because it's really been uh, it's really been harming them. They they just can't really do as much work as they did before. And I'm just like, hey, this is what medical leave is for. We don't get we don't yeah. get a ton of care from from anyone in our terrible capitalist usa but we do have the family medical leave act and maybe you should take some medical leave so that you can feel better and rest well if they listen to this poxy thing this is your sign to do it oh i mean i, I told them it's not like i'm beating around the bush about it I'm well now like, well now i am too yeah do that do, do that thing just take it just take the medical leave and Make your and all your vacation time while you're at it. You would be replaced the moment you left. Take all of it. Anti-work. It's true. It's true. <laughs> you are replaceable. No matter how critical you think you are, 
Even if it would damage the business, they still think you're replaceable. Do you know anybody who really likes their job? Yeah, the people I know who love their jobs are usually some kind of successful freelancer creative. But I think it took them a while to get there. Yeah. There's a lot of it of being an unsuccessful creative freelancer before you become a successful one. And I never got there, so I would rather not. I would say that's the 90%, 90% of your freelancers don't pay the bills with it. Right. I hated being a freelancer. Well, Russ, what are you reading today? I had a chaotic day, and I'm still recovering from COVID. So even though I'm doing a lot better than even the last time we talked, I still get tuckered out really fast. <laughs> well, I am doing arrows. Okay. I shot an arrow toward the sky. It hit a white cloud floating by. The cloud fell dying to the shore. I don't shoot arrows anymore. This poem is so sad. When it's I saw devastating. this <laughs> When so I saw this poem on the page, I flash back to childhood. And I remember oh. seeing this poem because the, the illustration is twice again as heartbreaking because it's a little a, a tiny cloud with an arrow sticking out of it and a boy just looking hangdog at what he's done. I don't remember that poem at all, I, I, but it seems like the sort of thing that would have upset me as a kid, so I probably just skipped it each time. I remembered it vividly, and, and when I remembered it, so much went into my brain, and one was, one was a story I haven't thought of since childhood. Uh, when I was a kid, I lived in a house with a backyard with a fence all the way around it, up until about the age of 12-ish, I think. Uh, It was a pretty big backyard, and it was in suburbia, and so there were neighbors on every side. And for whatever reason, my dad was in possession of bows and arrows. These weren't the kitty kind. These were murder machines. And at some point in my childhood, he got some bales of hay from a feed store and set them up, making a crude sort of wall in the backyard and that's where I could go and shoot arrows into this bale of hay now never minding the fact that there were neighbors on every side and I remember distinctly fucking up one day and firing an arrow right into a neighbor's yard and this was at speed this wasn't like you would throw a football this was Katniss Everdeen letting fly and so I remember going to that neighbor's house and knocking on the door and asking if I could get my arrow back. <laughs> How did that this go? Na- this neighbor is like, I don't remember him saying the fuck to a child, but it was some variation on what the hell are you doing? Did you ever become a good archer? Uh, no. I-, I know how to do it. And that's about that's about the long and short of it. Growing up reading a lot of fantasy novels and Lord of the Rings and such, I definitely thought, like, I want to be an archer. And then I discovered that bows are actually very hard to use and require a lot of strength. And I was like, never mind. (laughs) I think it's interesting, but, like, the desire as an adult to go purchase a bow I've never had. No, I don't have a desire as an adult, but as a kid, I thought it was like a fucking elf or something. 
for anyone who wants to burn even more time, I would recommend a Jorg Sprave and the Slingshot channel, uh, which is a fabulous little YouTube channel. This uh, He's a big, hearty German with a big laugh, and he makes inadvisable things out of bows and slingshots. Neat. I think the first time I discovered him was when he was making a quote-unquote slingshot that fired swords. It'd be funny if there was a bow that fired swords. This I will leave it up to you what you would call this contraption, be it okay. slingshot or be it bow. But okay, maybe and, it's more uh, like a crossbow. It's yes. I'm, I'm going to give a big yes to all all of those. Okay, all right. And but then when when I read this poem, you reacted just like I thought you would. And why we anthropomorphize things the way we do is hilarious to me because this is a poem about a cloud that gets shot down and we read that's like oh the poor little cloud and then you see the illustrations and here's this cute little puffy thing that's you know been brought down by a boy and why like there's nothing cute about this it's water vapor but if it were just water vapor you wouldn't be able to take it down with an arrow of course, and so it must be living, and it fell dying to the shore, and all. I know how awful. It's not just that it fell dead; it was dying. It was like dying. The kid, it was the dying. The kid on had the to way. go and watch it suffer in its last throes. It hurt all the way down. Right. <laughs> but then playing around on TikTok, and I knew that like we as people do this naturally. It's like that's the reason that all of my cars have had names. Here, let's better relate to things. But seeing the amount of faces that people put on things on TikTok is adorable. There's one channel that's nothing but an industrial shredder, which is inherently terrifying. They drop, like, refrigerators into this thing, and it chews them up, but they put googly eyes on it. (laughs) Yeah, I followed an Instagram account for a while that was just somebody who went around some Canadian city putting googly eyes on everything and they really make everything better did they use the term eye bombing no i haven't heard of that but i hope so that is the term that i have always heard for it when you go around public places and put eyes on things (gasps) to make them look like faces yes i've heard it called eye bombing i love it that's creepy and great I want to do it around here just to see how long some of them will stay up because, you know, like, every trash can's getting eyes. Yes, you know? of course. Like post boxes, they definitely get eyes. But, of course, any door that has a window in it, yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, googly eyes usually come in pretty small sizes, so you need to have it really look like a face. The eyes have to be somewhat proportional to the mouth. I guess you have. Like, <laughs> they d- <laughs> I will Kirby. dispute you on that one. You can have tiny eyes and a gigantic <laughs> mouth, and the shredder proves it. <laughs> How much worse would this poor cloud poem be if the illustration had googly eyes drawn on it? Oh no! And like, definitely, the eyes would be the eyes would be crying. Like there'd be like a single tear going down the face it- of the cloud. It would have that little V stripe in the middle there. Yeah. Oh no! It it would be it would be the backwards V to indicate in pain. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it might as well now have it. I can envision it. 
Daro Brian has a great bit about anthropomorphism. He, he's talking about very rich people that uh, are, are um, trying to build up their London homes, but there's nowhere to build up or out because, you know, all these old stately homes are just in the middle of London, of London, so they're building down, just giving their town home X number of sub-basements. But the trouble is they'll hire a digger to come in and dig these sub-basements but then you can't get the digger back out again. So they'll just concrete the digger into their sub-basement. Wow, you have to have so much money to be like, cool, we'll just concrete the digger in rather. Like, just the digger itself, I'm sure, costs a fair amount of money. Yeah. If you're digging a brand new hole under your London stately home, I don't think your money's your first concern. I think these are the people that, like, own the patent on the word hello. Well, now we owe... <laughs> nickel every time you say it god damn it that's too because you say it in the beginning and then you just said it so that's where all that sponsor money's going lauren did you eat your casper mattress this week <laughs> you know i really sometimes i just really hope i have witty responses to things and then nothing comes out <laughs> This week's episode of Shall We Read a Poem is brought to you by Squarespace. If you need a, a website where you can advertise your It most your certainly is not. Build your own website. Don't give them any money because we're not being sponsored by them. Do you, do you need a website where you can advertise your digger and or concrete business? Then don't look to Squarespace because Lauren hates them for some reason. I mean, if they gave me money, maybe I'd like them. Oh, I cannot believe we fit that shit in. Oh my god, I'm so happy. What fit? Oh, oh, between yeah, between the, the noises. Episode. Yeah. For just a second, I had that thought where it's like, "Up, oh, that's the one that gets me." Here comes the bomb, kind of a feeling because oh, it was, like I, I didn't know this was coming, and it was so loud. And I was standing there making spaghetti, and I was like, "Well, been fun." <laughs> <laughs> they really should do a better announcement and make sure everybody knows before when you know we might be getting nuclear strikes at any moment <laughs> there was a shooting in uh, one of the suburbs around here and they sent out one of those first thing in the morning 911 alert things you know the things where your phone just blows up uncontrollably no they and don't the do that in the u.s because people get shot all the time people called 911 to complain about the notification <laughs> oh people are shit bars <laughs> I assume that it was because it was an active shooter situation. Yeah. 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 Well, that they don't do, you know, we don't get a ton of notice about that either, because that's not all that particularly unusual either. Hey, guys, we've got an active shooter. If he's black, we shot him already. If he's white, we'll, we'll take him in. Maybe. <laughs> well, on this heat wave of a day, do you have any uplifting thoughts for the listeners? Uh, heat's supposed to break by the time this episode comes out. Woo! The uh, like why we anthropomorphize anthrop 
Ah, now you have it. Now I have it. <laughs> Why we anthropomize. Oof. That wasn't right either. either. Anthropomize. I'm sticking with that one. Anthropomorphize? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anthropomorphize. Anthropomorphize. 